Don was on a ghost hunt at a haunted LA Fitness where Brad was doing CrossFit all alone. His squats opened a wormhole, and that's what led them here. The trap inside a magic studio. The Adventures of Brad and Brad Lee and Dawn. A Mike Ganger production. That's Welcome amazing. to the Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. That was not a zipper that you heard in there. That was Bradley's dog. <laughs> Getting very angry. She's very, very anxious in that clip. Well, welcome to the show. Um, we both had interesting nights and nothing bad happened. We actually both, <laughs> I mean, it sounded weird the way I said that, but you went to go see a Broadway tour. I went to show, see a Broadway show, Dawn. And I sat at home and watched a Netflix movie. Yeah, I was an extrovert. You were an introvert. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. I want you to rush to see. If you love musical theater, I would like you to go see Funny Girl, currently playing at the Orpheum Theater in downtown Minneapolis. Yes. Uh, because I was skeptical, I was concerned, I was a little hesitatious. It's a British hesitatious. It's not. No, I, I didn't know that was a word. Okay. Hesitastic. A little hesitative about the show because you know I'm reading Barbara Streisand's uh, autobiography. Mm-hmm. I'm a gay man who loves musical theater, <clears throat> so I was a little concerned. Like, can anybody? Do Funny Girl. So Funny Girl, for those of you who don't know, was the musical that put Barbara Streisand on the map. Wasn't her first musical, but that's the one where, you know, I think the world really got to see. And then it became a movie. And so it Mm -hmm. sort of had this this like larger than life. Right. Status in the world of musical theater, but also pop culture and beyond. I don't want to oversell it. But anyway, that made me hesitatious. I shouldn't have been hesitatious, Dawn. Because uh, the production that is on tour currently, A Funny Girl, was outstanding. It was wonderful. And you know how it is when you're sitting in that seat watching a show you love and feel a connection to. Sort of on pins and needles like, oh, what are they going to do? What are they going to do? Yeah, that's the way I feel anytime I see like... um... Anything that has to do with The Wizard of Oz. Oh, okay. Yeah, no. So like Wicked, for example. Mm, You'd be highly skeptical of anybody that comes in and thinks they can do this. Actually, I'm not really into Wicked, but that's another story. Oh, God, here we go. No, it's not bad. I'm not not into it. It's just completely different. But but you're saying so... I'm just saying, you know, like whenever you feel connected to something, right, mm -hmm. um, you get a little hesitatious. I shouldn't have been hesitatious. Katerina McCrimmon... Blew the roof off last night. She plays Fanny Bryce. That is the role that Barbara brought to the stage. And it is no small thing to bring that role to the stage. Because musically, like I'm not a trained musical theater person. But I'm a trained musical theater viewer. Mm-hmm. In the sense that I know the music for that that production is very... Like not every singer can tackle oh, that music. No way. And I want you to yes, hear exactly right. Not me. <laughs> from Kate McCrim or Katerina McCrimmon herself. This is just one little snippet. It's about a minute ish long. And I want you to hear the whole thing. This shows the talent that she brought to the stage last night. Oh my God. 
she that for did 12 that seconds. every single <gasps> time. Nailed it last what? night. Do you know the thing that just blows my mind? It's obvious, right? You don't think about this when you're sitting one night. I schlepped myself to the Orpheum. It's mm-hmm. 300 degrees below zero. We're all freezing cold. We're all squished into these tiny little seats. I love the Orpheum, but... Oh gosh, you guys! Can we get some bigger seats? Because my oh, legs were—I know. You know, poor me. Poor we me. used what to I'm be saying is, smaller people. That's the thing. Well, it's true. We, you know, eggs when these and old dairy. Theaters were built. World War II, eggs and dairy. Yeah. That all of that aside, you're sitting in that moment and you hear that voice and you're like, oh, "Wow, what a special moment! What a special treat!" The audience just ate it up last night, right? And then as I'm leaving, I thought this simple thing. This is one night. One night. Jamie and I have been singing it, you know, ever since we got home. We were like, he doesn't know anything about the show, really. He didn't know anything. He Mm -hmm. was, he's like, we got to watch the movie. Mm. You know, he's like in it. He was moved. One performance, one night of a national tour. This woman is doing that exact thing. I know you know this. Every night. Uh Uh-huh. Same. For Mondays, probably. Well, yeah. But, you know, every performance, what is the eight? They have eight performances probably in a week, seven, oh, God, right? Because it's so usually much. they get a day off, but then there's like matinees. Yeah. The moral of the story is she's killing it every time. And I'm like, that takes an incredible talent. I know that's the obvious thing to say, but that's why I think I left feeling like, wow, she really, wow. She really is a special talented performer. And it wasn't just Katerina Crimin in Funny Girl at the Orpheum last night. It was the whole company, and there were a couple of, I just wanted to give a couple shout-outs to some Minnesotans who are in that <gasps> oh. cast. We have both Brian Charles Moore and Jackson Grove in the company. <laughs> Tap dancing, singing, yes, yes, doing yes. all Triple of threats. the things. Truly amazing performers in their own right. So I bet it was fun for them to perform in their oh, own backyard. And they really blew the roof off last night. But again, I was, and trust me, I was ready to be like, well, you know, it was fine. There, now, the show itself has some critiques that we yeah, don't have time to make. Yeah, I was going to ask you, what do you think about the story? I mean, that's, you can't do anything about that, but what? So the story is essentially the life of Fanny Bryce. And mm-hmm. the show, and I just listened to Barbara Streisand talk about her experience of mounting that show and then going on to do the movie. And uh, frankly, in the second act, there's a little something left to be desired. I think the movie does a better job of of mm. keeping a story going. Yeah. But there are a couple moments in the second act where you're like, well, I don't know about that. But that's like, eh, yeah. you know, that's any show. Absolutely. It is hard, as you know, to maintain because she ends with that number. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a different part of the same song that ends the first act. Mm-hmm. Anyway, the moral of the story is you you end that first act with all that energy. Wow. Everybody's flying up, you know, the roof's yeah. going crazy. And then to bring people back and do it all over again is yeah. a hard ask. I mean, Hamilton, you can say the same thing. Yeah. So it could be any anything. Yeah, yeah. But But that's like quibbling around the edges, you know, like I was like, okay, I see the differences between, you know, the original production. By the way, Harvey Firestein redid the book for this, this, version of the musical Harvey Firestein people would know just as an amazing actor talent and also from Hairspray Mm -hmm. and he's done plenty of work on Broadway so wow I think he did a great job of updating the book did people give a standing O at intermission Uh, mm, there were people on their feet oh god yes yes, you could it was electric yes yes it's so because when a performer 
pulls notes like that out effortlessly. Yeah, and sustains them. You know how sometimes you'll hear someone go for it and you're like, that was a valiant effort. Or you're you for some reason feel worried. Yeah. You know, like you she makes you like, feel oh. comfortable that don't worry about it. Like within the first five seconds, I, I don't need to worry about whether or not I feel nervous that she's going to complete the song because she's so comfortable with her breath control. There were, yeah. And just vocal control in general. Yeah. Just wow. And you, she, you're talking and singing and doing no. impressions. Like she's working all of those things into a number, which is why I think this show is so hard. And also, it's got to be really hard to not do Barbara Streisand doing Funny Girl. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Because that's a thing. And I would say there's a little bit of your performance where it's like, you can't stray too far away because people actually do want that. Yeah. They and want it, but they don't want to be compare. reminded that you're not Barbara Streisand. Right. right. You're not doing an impersonation. You are honoring her. Yeah. Like, yeah. you don't want to, like, look, drag queens do impersonations better than anyone, mm-hmm. as far as I'm concerned. So let them do what they're good at. <laughs> but when you when you want to see someone own the stage. Yeah. So do you know kudos. how long it's playing? Uh, it is going to be at... I the think it's Orpheum probably in our show notes because through, I linked what you linked. Uh, funny Girl at the Orpheum. I don't have the page up in front of me, so I'm That's pulling okay. it up as we speak because this Ooh. is an obvious answer. Okay. Oh, it goes through January 21st. So that means it's typically like through the mm-hmm. end of the week. Okay, so Sunday. Uh, student rush tickets are available. They have a lucky seat drawing, $49 tickets. You can go to that. We'll put that link here. I'll put this link up in Dawn sure. if you don't mind. Yeah. Just adding yeah. that to nope. the show links page. I've and that right way uh, they can see clips. They can get tickets. Man. And trust me, if you like music, what a what a nice thing to see when it's so miserably dark and cold. I just need to be urged, you know. Go. I need to be urged just in general to get out and see. You, It's your job. Okay. You need to help job. me, prod me right, into go! the theater. But yes. now tell me why I should have stayed home last night. Uh, well, I finally, after everybody, I mean, Lori asked me for straight, five straight days if I had watched it yet, Leave the World Behind on oh, Netflix. This is that Netflix movie that everybody's like, you're going to love it or hate it. Yes. This has Julia Roberts, Ethan Hawke. Mahershala Ali, Kevin Bacon. Um, I I don't want to spoil anything, so I'm going to be careful about this, but I really did. I'm so glad that I watched it. When I saw that it was two hours and 21 minutes, I said, I'm going to pull a Colleen Lindstrom and watch it at 1.25 speed. I, like I told you before, that's sociopathic. <laughs> I can't with you But people. you notice it just for about four minutes, and then you forget. So it's not so fast that like you feel like... Okay, this is not, I'm not getting the essence of the performance. So you felt like you loved it more than you hated it. I you were on the loved love it. it side? Yes, I loved it. It makes you think. Why do you think it is so polarizing? Well, right away, without giving anything away, um, I would say it's polarizing because it brings up topics of um, people's biases. Mm. Uh, it brings up family. What we you would do for family? Mm. It's essentially sort of like a a disaster movie, but you don't see really a lot of disaster. Okay. It's the fear of disaster that really sure. gets you. And and everybody, it's very relatable because we all, you know, most people, well, if it's not through. your chosen family or your, your birth family, you have a chosen family. Yeah. Right? So what would you do for the people that you love? And even though you're, let's say, among other people, 
when would you cut that off as like this is mine and that is yours? Yeah. It also makes you really there's conspiracy theories in it. Um ah, oh, it's it's really good because it makes you think a lot. It like makes that. you it makes you ponder like, oh, I mean there are shocking things that Julia Roberts says that you're like, oh my gosh. But then you're thinking about your maybe some people have certain biases towards certain things or people. Um, it's it's a real there's touchy subjects in it. And I think people might be I think a lot of people's and Mike, correct me if I'm wrong, but they were a little jolted by the ending, let's say. Yeah, there's um, some people might have had some more questions and more wanted. questions. Yeah, they didn't get <laughs> answered. Yeah. All right. yeah. Well, I'm going to yeah. I'm going to watch it. I yeah, promise. definitely. And then I immediately started Googling like my survivor kit and what I have in it. <laughs> oh, great. Because I have a bug out bag, but I'm like, well, wait a minute. I needed yeah. to add other things. Okay. Like a book of a, like just a paper book of Spanish. Okay. It's one thing. I'll give you a clue. Okay, great. I look forward to it. Mike. Yeah. You got any dirt alerts over there? Um, I'm sure I can probably dig something up. <laughs> All right. Mike's going to tell us what's going on in Hollywood now that we've given you a few ideas of what you can do out and about in your life when we come back right here on My Talk 1071. Hey, My Talkers. Bradley here for my good friends at Dakota Dental. If you're not happy with your smile, call my friends at Dakota Dental right down in Apple Valley. Super convenient to the metro. They are a one stop shop for beautiful smiles and healthy dental experiences that's what i call them but they would just call it good dental health great dentists great care great customer service these are all the things that i rely on when i go to dakota dental i've been going there for years i love my experience at dakota dental and you and your whole family will too they make this the whole process super duper easy i pick up the phone i make my appointment they'll send me a reminders and then i'm just i know i'm getting some of the best dental care in the twin cities if you've got questions about things like implants or making your smile even better in 2024 ask and of course like always don't forget to tell them bradley sent you that's dakotadental.com give them a call today When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Yes, the latest in entertainment. It's Mike with the Dirt Alert. 
Well, the 75th Emmys uh, delivered its lowest rating uh, in a very long time. It mm. actually dropped 27% compared to last year's show. And uh, that was all mm. during this, uh, after being pushed to uh, the spring due to the writer strikes. Oh. Hollywood strikes. That and it was a Monday. That and it was a holiday Monday. Yeah, exactly. That, or was it Sunday? No, it was no, Monday. No, it was Monday. Monday. Yeah, it was Craig's Monday. choice was Sunday. Yeah. Those two are correct. And then also the fact that there is one juggernaut when it comes to television. And that juggernaut we learn every single year is the NFL. And they oh. booked it against two playoff NFL games. Oh. oh, come on. Not September early season meaningless games. The playoffs. Like, wow. you win and you move on. If you lose, your season is over. The biggest high stakes moment. And they booked it against that. Oh, boy. That doesn't make it much sense. So Yes, you, so you survive go. in advance. Actually, it was funny. Uh, uh, speaking of dirt alerts, which we'll get, or excuse, uh, blind items, which we'll get to here in a little bit. The blind items were even talking about the fact that during the Emmys, everybody, you could just look at the crowd, had oh. the game pulled up on their phone. Like there oh, were hundreds no. of people that oh. were watching their cell phone while the Emmys were happening. In the, what like is in wrong? The actual in the actual theater, theater. Oh, yes. Okay, yeah. Mm. A lot of Eagles fans, apparently. Right. When no. I come back, I want to come back with a sports gene. Hmm. Okay. I just wasn't born with a sports gene. What if you're a grasshopper and you're also really into sports? Well, that's that good. Okay? I'd probably be in track and field then because yeah. I'd be able to jump real far. Great. Uh, <laughs> remember last week we uh, mentioned Mike. the actually hold on a second here I got to make this official because this is some big news. Oh. Oh. We talked about casting news Woody last Harrelson. week. Not Woody yeah. Harrelson yet, but you were half right on that report that you saw. Yeah, because uh, Walton Goggins has been added to oh. it. Walton Goggins, of course, from uh, Justified and The Shield. If you don't know, oh. Google him. You'll yeah, he's from know. Righteous Gemstones. Oh yes, my God. yes, he plays Baby Briller. Yeah, and then Barbara Patrick Briller. Schwarzenegger also added to the cast. Amy oh. Lee Patrick Wood. Oh, he's gonna be what? like, yeah. yeah. And oh my God. Sarah Catherine Hook all added Amy to Wood. season three of White Lotus. To go with everyone else we've already talked about. So the cast is growing in a big um, way. Is this the first time we've ever seen Patrick Schwarzenegger do anything? No, he's he's an actor. He was on The Staircase and Gen V. Oh, But this okay. would be, this is huge for him, obviously. Oh, yeah. He's very Don't, attractive. I just looked at him. Too so, young. Well, he's, he's young, but what I'm saying is he's perfect for... You could just see him in this series. Because he's probably just going to be like, you know, One a love the, interest... Yeah, who knows? Yeah. Uh, also, Amy, uh, we mentioned uh, Lou Wood from Sex Education and oh, Living. Lord. Also, um, uh, Sam Nivola, I don't think I mentioned, from Maestro and uh, White Noise. And then uh, Sarah Catherine Hook uh, was in First Kill and then Impeachment, American Crime Story. So there you go. Okay. Some big very news excited. there. Yes. Very, very excited to okay. see the new series. Of the White Lotus. How excited would you be to see Pauly Shore make his return? I know why you're mentioning this, and I'm very excited. I would be really excited, and I don't know what you are talking about. Uh, you should be excited, I think, because Pauly Shore is back to play the role of Richard Simmons. Yes. He's how Think about it. It's perfect. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I saw the side-by-side oh. show up in my, my uh, Twitter feed, and yeah. I was like, that's brilliant. Oh my gosh, that's perfect. Now, one will be sooner than the other. Here's how it's going to work. There's actually two 
projects about Richard Simmons that Pauly Shore is going to be a part of. First off, there's a uh, a short film about Simmons, and uh, that is called The Court Jester. It's going to be coming out at Sundance here at the end of this week. Mm-hmm. And once it is played in Park City, they're actually going to just drop it on uh, YouTube. So mm-hmm. you can watch it at that point. Tamara Brown will be playing the role of Ellen DeGeneres in that uh, movie. And then uh, she's a big part of it. That character is a big part of it. And then, of course, Pauly Shore is going to be playing Richard Simmons. But in addition to that, Pauly Shore has also been tied to a huge biopic from Warner Brothers. Mm. So there's actually going to be two opportunities to see Pauly Shore sweating with the oldies. I am so excited. This is great. Mm Mm-hmm. Plus, just who doesn't want more Richard Simmons content? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, and not stupid podcasts that don't go anywhere. Ooh, don't get her started. Mm -mm. When we come back to your listeners, we're going to do blind items. We call them Juicy Bits of Gossip with their names left out. We have a whole show within a show. It's called Blinded by the Eye. We do it right here, only on the adventures of Bradley and Dawn. Dawn is firing up her ring light. We will be doing this live on the YouTube, although it's not live. We'll be right back. (laughs) Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. And this is Blinded by the Item. Blind items are celebrity gossip with the names left out. Together we'll play detective to figure out what the item is telling us about our favorite celebrity. Well, Bradley, well thanks done. for joining us again on well, Blinded I mean, by the Item. I didn't I have mean, a choice. Yeah, you're, you're half of it. Well, some of the latest news uh, since yesterday, Brad Pitt stinks. Technically, um, I'm a third, by the way. What'd you say? I'm a third. You're a third? You said yes. I'm a half. Oh, yeah, a third. That's correct, yes. Uh, anyway, Brad Pitt stinks. And uh, we learned this from Jason Priestley, who was his roommate in Hollywood. Well, technically, he stunk. Oh, yeah. Specifically, but- this was like when they were pre-Hollywood. Yeah. But I kind of get the impression that Brad Pitt, he's just one of those guys, and you all, I mean, I went to school with a fair number of them, they just think, like, I don't need deodorant because deodorant is, like, a sign of the patriarchy <laughs> and a capitalist system. And so oh, no. I'm not going to buy a product this, that keeps you from smelling. This has been going around for years and years, at least 20 years. Because what we don't say, we wrestle with the fact with, would I still be with him if he was stinky? Because he's so beautiful. And then you go, would I put up with that? And you're like, yeah, probably. Well, and, you know, it depends on the kind of stinky. Like, one person's foul odor is another person's, you know, eau de parfum. Ooh. So I'm just saying, like, I'd maybe I'd say, reach like, up there and get me that off of that shelf, and then I'd go, There's also... Some a, sure. <laughs> yeah, like, some raid. Some sure. There's, uh, 
There's also a difference between musk and funk. <laughs> yeah. Right? Like funk means you haven't showered in many, many days. Yeah, like clean the grime off of your body versus oh, that's your natural essence. After someone Which, mows the lawn. That can smell good, you know? Yeah, I know. Musky. Not scent. like a fish, a musky. Anyway. No, not a musky, uh, Don. Uh, if Mike? you smell like a musky, you've got <laughs> some... You probably should do a telehealth visit. <laughs> no. Okay. Let's go right to blind items. For much people that hopefully do not smell musky. Let's yeah. uh, move on. Or let's start it off with this one. This foreign-born rapper definitely needs rehab before they try to do another tour. It is going to be absolutely awful. Oh, no. Hmm. Nicki Minaj. Wow. Nicki Minaj. He even said it off Said it off to get my pen. Oh. Yeah, we've heard rumors about this for a while, and then there was also a video not too long ago that uh, surfaced. She was in the middle of a show, and I don't know, artists like... He either has to take a break or step aside, grab some water, do something. Like the track was still kind of the track was kind of playing in the background, Uh and she was just kind of like mumbling and looking off to the distance. Oh, Oh, Um, Uh -oh. it wasn't good. So, and this is after, of course, a huge announcement got made that she is extending her tour and hitting a bunch more dates. So, well, fingers crossed. And I kind of hope this isn't true. But, but. Um, we want her to succeed in her tour because it's been so long. I had, I didn't go like when was the last time she was on tour? I have I'm no idea. I think the last time I heard of a Nicki Minaj tour, but I do. I did enjoy her music, um, her last album. I don't think I've I'm ever listened to, to a full Nicki Minaj album. Oh, and really? That's just I don't know why I like her. I just know there was a period where there was one album that I was like, yeah, I like this, and then okay. she, you know. Yeah, you're right. Her last tour was the uh, Pink Print Tour that was back in uh, 15 and 16. Uh, This is like nine years later, the uh, Pink Friday 2 World Tour. And of course, this is the follow-up to her 2012 tour, which happened 12 years ago, Pink Friday Reloaded Tour. And then there's also the Pink Friday Tour. There's uh, creativity. Maybe we need some new names. I don't (laughs) know. That might help. (laughs) But uh, yeah, that tour is set to start in March. So again, hopefully, if this is true, she can uh, get that situation figured out before uh, hitting the road, because that's only going to make matters worse. For sure. If you need help, there's help out there to be had. There is. Uh, Let's move on to this one. Speaking of tours, it doesn't make a lot of sense for this Disney actress turned a minusless singer to... uh, be with such an abusive foreign-born actor. Is he really worth all the trouble right before you're about to leave on tour? Oh, boy. There's a lot of things in here. Foreign-born... Wait, not foreign-born. Former uh, Disney. Former Disney uh, actress turned a minusless singer. Mm. It's not Selena because Selena's not with an actor. Correct. Is it Demi it Lovato? Is not. Okay. Good guess. I will say uh, A- minus is generous at this point. Oh. Quickly climbing, but A- minus is a little generous at this point. And the actor is higher on the list. Okay. It's an A-list foreign-born and how the blind says it, abusive actor. Mm. Oh, it's not Dua. It is not Dua. Because she's not a Disney actress. And she'd be A by now. She and kinda... Callum Scott or whatever his name is. Nope, not, not that a. story. Not mm. okay. so this is a different story we have, we have discussed. Okay, but Born not one Disney. that's top of mind. Like, 
I told you I'm going to keep bringing you stories about this individual until they're burned into your memory. Oh, oh no. Florence Pugh. Because she is <laughs> nope. She's going to become a big deal, I think. Rita Ora. She's going to become a big deal. She's tied to the right person. She's tied from a to singing the... standpoint to become a very, very, very oh. big deal. So is she tied to Taylor? Who's tied to Taylor? Who's dating Sabrina somebody? Sabrina Carpenter. Yeah, and that's so I'm never going to remember oh, she's her. She's dating. Oh, but she, uh, you're going to remember who she's dating. Yeah, maybe. What do we call him? An A-list actor? Uh, A-list actor. A-list foreign-born actor. The blinds decide to throw the word abusive in there. I don't know. Hmm. Yeah, we figured this out the other day, and apparently mm-hmm. it didn't Why is stick. this such a brain fart for us? Because remember, the rumor was it was uh, for award season, the two of them would be together. She didn't show up to the Golden Globes, but they have still been seen out in a boot. Oot in a boot. Oot in a boot. Is that a clue? Nope. Okay. <laughs> That's not the uh, country he's from. <laughs> okay. Is he British? Yep. Okay. Actually, yeah. A-list actor. Is he a former? He's an actor. He's an actor. A-list actor. Hmm. A-list actor. Irish, to be exact. Oh, Barry Keoghan. Got there. God. Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm writing that down right uh, now. So, Barry Keoghan and uh, Sabrina Carpenter. And again, this is basically, I think, just highlighting what's the point of a publicationship between the two of them if uh, she's not showing up to the award shows with him. And she is about to go on a world tour with Taylor yeah. Swift. Thank you. That's the same thing I said about... Uh, what's her name? Gigi. Yeah. Hadid. Gigi. Like, what's the point of this publicationship? Because she ain't getting any mileage out of it. With Bradley Cooper, allegedly, supposedly. Okay. She's writing things down. Sabrina Carpenter. What are you, how are you going to remember? I put celebrity couples, a new category. Oh. It's just right below little cutie pie. You, little cutie yeah, pie. Yeah, uh, cutie pie. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do another one. Okay. Let's go to this one. This A-list singer just won't let it go. She used her ter- own terrible mistake to pour dirt on this other A-list singer who also likes to act. So we've got an A-list singer who just mm-hmm. won't let something go. She used okay. her own terrible mistake to pour dirt on another A-list singer who likes to act. Um, I'm just going to throw out Olivia Rodrigo. Nope. Okay. A-list singer and an A-list singer-actor. Mm-hmm. And I would argue both, actually, um, are A-list singers well, who like to act. Anytime there's women fighting in the blinds, I feel like Selena Gomez is somewhere. Nope. Oh, not God. in this one. Okay, um, Ariana Grande. Nope. Not in this one. Dua Lipa. Nope. Not in this one. She likes to act, too. She's about mm-hmm. being our gal. Yeah. Hmm. How about Demi Lovato? I'll say for probably both of these, you can add the word permanent. J-Lo? Brittany. <laughs> she doesn't like to act. Remember, she's like, I shouldn't have done Crossroads. Um, Jenna Ortega. A-list singer first. A-list okay. singer who likes, who likes to Oh, And again, we'll put permanent A-list Lady singer. Lady Gaga. That's one side of it. Ooh. That's the second side of it. So she is the... She's the recipient of the dirt being poured. Let me read it one more time. This permanent A-list singer just won't let it go. She used her own terrible mistake to pour dirt on this other A-list singer who likes to act. The second one being Lady Gaga. Let's poke at the her own mistake. Yeah. What mistake? Was that something in her career? A career mistake? Nope. 
Oh, is this it? is a mistake somebody re- a permanent A-list singer recently did. It's not an Adele. Nope. A permanent A-list singer made a mistake. Who also likes to act. <sighs> it's a female? Yep. Okay. She made a mistake, Dawn. Barbara Streisand. Barbara Streisand. <laughs> Mm, okay. Um, that same category, though. I mean, she's okay. Up, she's so, up there. of a of a certain age, is she getting a? Is it share? Nope, not of that certain of an age. Okay, but like a Lady Gaga age, older, older oh, than a Lady Gaga. Okay, permanent A list, permanent, not Madonna. Yep. Oh, 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 oh! It's magic. What did she do? You know. Do you, did you hear about her little mistake? Okay, no. so uh, the so Madonna just won't let it go. She used her own terrible mistake to pour dirt on this other A list singer who likes act. That being Lady Gaga. Uh, the mistake is she got ready for her concert, stepped on the stage. And oh, said, and said the wrong. Let's go, Boston. And she was in oh. Toronto. You're in Toronto. <laughs> You know, it's it confusing. Happens. It happens from time to time. I've heard she, that at concerts. She then can't went. You just have a big sign on the stage <laughs> they that should. says, "Like, hey, mm-hmm. you're in Toronto." Yeah. She then went to social media. Actually, uh, went to a TikTok video and said, uh, "Are you guys seriously mad at me because I said hello, Boston? I'm sorry. That is kind of messed up. S. That would be like is you it? guys. That would be like if you guys were saying, "Hey, Lady Gaga is playing tonight. I would not like that." And then she doubled down on saying, I like how she just totally throws Gaga under the bus. It's not over yet. I mean, you know, nothing against Lady Gaga. Love her. I do. I love anybody who's shorter than me. Oh, my Lord. So she just. Oh, my God. Just continued. Stop herself. And of course, uh, a lot of people speculate the two of them are not huge fans of each other. Madonna, they've been uh, reportedly feuding since uh, the 2000. Reductive. Yeah. Since early, basically, when the um, Born This Way song came out, Madonna felt it was very much like. (laughs) Yeah, uh, that's. uh, Express yourself, I think. She thought that song was basically just a complete ripoff. Just tells you who gets to be. Like. The people that you react negatively to tells you a lot about yourself. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh no! What? I'm just kidding. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's do another one here. You want to share Speaking anything, of- Don? No, I don't. Do you? No. Okay. Speaking of people that get to yeah, let's uh, move to this one here. This actress was once a list. She was the lead in movies and television shows. Then she became a pain to work with, and nobody wanted to work with her any longer, so they didn't. For at least one night, on the Emmys night, everyone said she was amazing and just very nice to everyone she came in contact That's with. That's a lot. So oh this is somebody God, who... Dude. Yeah, there's a lots of oh. everything's and everybody's. Start it's again. simply an actress who was once A-list, okay. was the lead in movies and television shows, mm-hmm. was very nice to be around at the Emmys. Okay. That's it. That's all you really actress need to know. Actress once A-list. Once an A-list actress that was the lead in movies and television shows. She became such a pain to work with. Nobody wanted to work with her anymore. But at least for one night at the Emmys, she was just pleasant and everyone loved her company. Joan Collins. No. Oh. It's not It's not Meryl Streep. It is not. Okay. Again, once A-list. I think they would both. Or, Jamie Lee Curtis. Nope. She's kind of wow. A, you are really. I sour don't like her, her about um. She's that whole nepo baby thing. I was like very turned off. I would just say she didn't go from a list to like a minus list. She went from a list to non-existent. Oh, and uh, gone for a very long time because of the fact nobody wanted to work with her. But now apparently, Faye Dunaway to be nicer. 
Shelley Duvall. I'm doing nope. all like the old okay. Hollywood. Okay. She's not that old. Okay. Ooh. All right. I'm not saying not that old in oh. general. I'm saying not old is who you were giving me. TV show. Okay. That can't be a friend. And think of it. Somebody that we saw at the Emmys. We probably okay. haven't seen in quite some time. Somebody we saw at the Emmys that we haven't seen in quite some time. Let's see. I think I'm getting a, a mind reading. Donna Valentine is sending me a Ooh. Oh, message. Donna? It's a mental you message. Stinker. She's in my head. Donna Valentine is one of our co-workers. She you sent me this, this message podcast. psychologically, Dawn. Oh, but through your phone? No, it was oh. in my head. Oh, <laughs> I didn't. Was he messing picture. with his phone? Okay, um, let's see. Catherine a- Heigl. Oh, that's a good guess. <gasps> Actually done, Did you Donna Valentine. <laughs> no. Okay. Where's my phone? I don't know. Yeah. I was looking down at my notes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anyway, uh, nicely great. done, Donna. You got, that, you got that one right. But uh, according to the blind item, let me repeat it here once again. This actress was uh, once A-list. She was the lead in movies and television shows. She became such a pain to work with. Nobody wanted to be with her any longer. And at least for one night, though, she was pleasant to everyone that she was around. Catherine Heigl, of course, uh, a few different movies. She was Grey's Anatomy, most popular. Mm. And that's where we saw her in the reunion for Grey's Anatomy. But oh, yeah. I guess she's I just that. awesome. Yeah. Or I, was awesome. Yeah. 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 What? There's been, I mean, she's kind of, I think she's kind of a pill. I've heard that before. Yeah. Well, I think I remember specifically talking about her on the station because there was all that falder all around her leaving and Mm. like the people not liking uh, to work with her. So that all, that all sounds legit. Do I need to start a list of people that are pills to work with? Like Leah Michelle. Catherine Heigl. Well, there's a I will list. say, according to the blinds, yes, right. Yeah. Like, so there are people the blinds seem to think are pills. And I will say, this is also a pleasant blind because apparently she's everyone Not deserves second chances. <laughs> yeah. She maybe yeah. had the fame get to her head, thought also, she was a little bit bigger. I always than think that that's fiddle. such an odd criticism because everybody has the capacity to be a pill. Yeah. Now, if it's a consistent theme, if it's a jagged little pill, yeah, that's not good. No. That's then it's an album. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's move on. <laughs> you were just sitting there like, hmm? uh, let's go on to this one here. This foreign born actress slash celebrity is always so thirsty. It is why she made sure that the dress the designer made for her made it clear to everybody that she is very much pregnant. So she wouldn't have to be asked about it. Okay. Actress slash celebrity. Mm-hmm. It's not Meghan Markle. It is not. Because I was like, I don't think she's pregnant. You said foreign-born? Foreign-born. Um, um, actress slash celebrity. We have spoken about her. We've spoken about her pregnancy before. And... Uh, uh, no. Halle Bailey? Nope. She already had that baby. Yeah. Even though she denied it. Just thinking Tried to people. hide it. So actress slash celebrity is an odd choice of words. And I will say it's because of that. Uh, it was used because she's technically like an actress. I think she does some singing, songwriting, and some modeling as well. Oh. But I think the celebrity part is um, she probably got sent up the list a little higher based on her significant other. Mm. And the person who put her in the life situation she's in right now. Mm. The life situation. <laughs> uh, so democratic. Is- Lindsay Lohan having another baby? No. I'm She's not foreign-born. What am nope. I talking about? Uh, let's see. Foreign-born. There are no bad guesses, Dawn. They're like, not. Okay. 
Let's see here. And ironically, they use the word always thirsty. Always Always thirsty? Well, who isn't? Is Um, she from the desert? Let's see. How about... She likes salt. If you're always thirsty, you're you're needing... What? Water. Oh, liquid. (laughs) H2O. Um, Is it in her name? You're needing water. Water. I know I need water when I'm thirsty. Maybe I could even go to a building that has water in it. What would that be called? Oh, a a a tower, a water tower, a tank. No, just like a... (laughs) A A swimming pool? (laughs) I just said you (laughs) not a complete... YMCA. No, just stick with water. Sewage treatment plant? (laughs) Water. Ah! Water, liquid. Nope, stick with water. Specifically water. water. Berry. Water. Watermelon. You don't know any pregnant? Watermelon sugar. <gasps> water. Water oh, broke. I thought he said that. I'm like, Harry Styles? Mm-mm. Oh. Water burger. <laughs> <laughs> your home would also be called your what? My house. Water house. Uh, Suki water Suki house. water house. <laughs> Oh my God! When the clue takes you in the completely wrong direction, oh but uh, it always... was a valiant effort. Yeah. Did you okay. see her dress, by the way? No. It was very nice. I thought it was, uh, but clearly she wanted everyone to know she was pregnant. And but you'd kind of have to when you're wearing a oh, dress. Oh God, not we should wear... know better because Robert we've been Pattinson. talking about yes, her showing off her pre- that she is showing it off. Mm-hmm. Robert yeah. Pattinson, it's very of course, like is... Demi Moore. Almost holding her belly. Oh, yes. yeah. okay. From the side. So there you go. Again, the blind item just implying that she was uh, so thirsty to have everybody ask her about it. And she's always had to go tell people and kind of like hint at the fact that she's pregnant. Now mm. she can just get a dress that's like cut off in the back and just kind of shows off that baby bump. You know how like there's side boob? Mm-hmm. This is side womb. Yep. Like Very her on the red right carpet. empire waist? Uh, right, it's like know. a double waist because it like waist it cinches at oh, the actual empire, waist and, and then, then up under. at her boobies. Oh, okay. So you the, the belly is really prominent sure. on the side. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know about hmm? this one. No, I think it's um. What do you I mean? Don't you like don't, you, I don't like it. What don't you like? Um, it's okay to be proud of being pregnant. This was written by a man. <laughs> I'm just saying. Well, yeah, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. Yeah. Yeah, but they're implying that oh. there's something wrong with showing well, that's you pregnant. Dumb. I don't know. Okay. She looks great. But we know that Mike has nothing to do with this. He's just reading the blind. Oh, exactly. I'm just echoing the... No, Mike, it's all your the fault. the darkest parts <laughs> of the internet is telling me. Patriarchy. Yes. I have to... It's all you. Go and clean my cash and my cookies every single day because of you people making me look in these dark, dark places yes. of the internet. Let's Blame go to this one must. here. The uh, former late night actress slash writer slash producer hates the former almost a minus list actress so much, which is why she added the joke at her expense in the new movie. Tina Fey, Lindsay Lohan. I mean, he doesn't even need to yeah, think about great it. Job. Any idea what that joke was, or do you remember the story? That's the. F- Quote, yeah. Well, that that term, yep, starts with a fire, mm-hmm. ends with a, yeah. Well, 
Uh, wasn't it like, uh, yeah, so filling in the blanks here, Tina Fey uh, hates uh, Lindsay Lohan so much that uh, that is why the joke at her expense is in the new movie. Uh, it's referring to a, a beef that uh, Lindsay had, I believe, with an ex who was with Yeah, it was Paris, Paris Hilton. Hilton's friend, Brandon yes, exactly. Davis. There he you was, go. He's an oil heir to an oil magnet. And wow. uh, he's oil just magnet. like a, I mean, magnet, <laughs> magnet, what's the word? No, you're right. I'm just saying, like, when you think about those words together, it sounds like you're saying, like, oily magnet. Yeah. Well, yeah. He was kind of like just a celebrity because he was rich and hanging out with Paris Hilton, and he called her a fire crotch. Yeah. Yeah, and then they used that clip uh, in Mean Girls. So the implication is that Tina Fey was like, ah, I hate Lindsay. Let's put that in the movie. Not that it's our job to figure it out. I wonder why she hates her. Well, Well, there's that. What were you going to say? Uh, in the blind, well, not only in the blinds. It was very. It, it sounded like when they were actually doing the original Mean Girls that there were issues where she was maybe had some um, Catherine Heigl to her, where she thought uh, she was better than everybody else in the cast. She, Lindsay, uh, yes, oh. there was well, a lot of that going. Lindsay on. being difficult. Yeah, this is not. That's a, not. This is true. not a conspiracy theory. Yeah, <laughs> I've forgotten that she was difficult. Oh yeah, Lindsay. I mean, there's a reason that her career went over a cliff. And then Oprah tried to help her, and she couldn't. And she show basically up on slapped time. Oprah in the face. Yeah, yeah. that was uh, that was a thing. We're like, okay, we're going to yeah. give you a chance because Oprah will. And then well, and she had a. I mean, I don't think Lindsay's going to get the look back like that Britney did. You know, like we look back and go, I think we were being unfair. Oh, sure. I think there was probably. I mean, look, the media has always been unfair to women specifically, but and especially young women in the business. Uh-huh. But I think. She owns, she must take responsibility for a lot of her behavior. Yeah. There's some Jenna Ortega there, too. You know, just kind of like a, well, I'm just saying they have similar, like, higher, like, they just think they're better than everyone else, you know? Well, Jenna Ortega made those comments during the writer's strike, basically saying, I don't even need, you know, we don't need writers. We can just, you know, whatever. And then before that, she was, like, telling them what to do. Yeah. And going in and going, I'm not going to do this scene. Mm-hmm. This is the way it should go. You guys are stupid. Yeah. It's like, okay. So there you go. There you have it. That is the most latest one. And again, that was uh, that little, that line, that uh, two word uh, reference was used in the movie Mean Girls, the crotch. musical. Yes, Fire Crotch was in there when uh, uh, her character or the character that Caddy Heron. And we've seen uh, Katie Heron. We've seen a lot of. Caddy. Is it Caddy? No, it's Katie. But they call her Caddy the whole movie. Oh, do they? Yeah. Um, they, oh, what was I going to say? This has become headline fodder now. Yeah. This yes. whole fire crotch story. Yeah. There's right now every place you look entertainment weekly, Hollywood reporter, E news. She's very disappointed that being Lindsay Lohan by the joke, making it into the new movie. Yeah. My, so, there you go. What a delightful crop. Hey, a blind you can end on I fire crotch. We're crotch, good. A delightful crotch. What a delightful crotch of blind items. You've <laughs> festooned upon us. And uh, dear listeners, if you missed any of this episode or any of our other episodes, download your heart's content wherever you get podcasts. Just search for Blinded by the Item. We've also got a website, blindedbytheitem.com. Like and subscribe to all your friends. Bye. Bye.